Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show is outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise this coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great simulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for our friends, our family, our loyal listeners worldwide. May you all be blessed and have a phenomenal year. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com. Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. Your best year ever. Your very best year ever.
What an extraordinary show we have for you folks today, The Miracle of Giving Thanks. The idea was conceived by our friend Stefan Ryback, who will certainly be joining us. Thanksgiving is truly a time for giving, not just for our friends and family, but for those less fortunate. That is the miracle of Thanksgiving. Look for daily miracles surrounding you and create miracles for others. The positive energies in miracles will be your blessings and will bless others. The people in my life are my most precious blessings. You will meet a few of my favorites today, Stefan Ryback, John Bell, Beverly Nadler, and Peter Marks. I am so thankful that they bless my life and that they are joining us today to bless yours. So first, let me uh, bring to you Stefan Ryback, whose idea it was to have this show today. And um, I can hardly wait. It's going to be really, really exciting. Hi, Stefan. Welcome to the show. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Joyce, live and direct from New York. Happy day before Thanksgiving. And thank you very much, first of all, for the blessing of your love and loyal friendship all these years. And thank you for asking me to be a part of today's show. I'm filled with thankfulness and gratitude that you are in my life. And I'm filled with gratefulness and thankfulness that Beverly and John and Peter have made time out of their very, very busy days, especially today, the day before a big holiday, to join us on today's show. Uh, For those who are tuning in, Today's show is meant to encourage and inspire you, to bless you, to open your mind to positive possibilities. It has been a very, very turbulent and very violent year, and the world seems to be screaming no and putting us down and holding us back. Today's show is about taking chances and reaching for more and realizing your full potential. There is only one life that each one of us has been blessed with, and stuff happens. Very often it's very disturbing and troubling stuff, and the years fly by quickly. Today's show is for people who want to get past the garbage, who want to love, honor, and respect themselves, who want to smile and breathe deeply and live life to the max. And at this point, I would like to transition by asking John the following question. John, many people spend a lot of time in worry and fear rather than being thankful How can they change this habit in this crazy, mixed-up world we seem to be living in? John Bell, come in, John Bell. Oh, goodness. I think we may have lost John, but... uh, Are are we having technical difficulties here? Hold on one second. Uh, Someone is here anonymous. Beverly, is that your line? Yes, it is. I was hoping right, you'd so, figure that out. All right, I got you. Now, the question is, where is John? He was here a moment ago. That is really 
really strange. While we're waiting for John to dial back in, uh, Beverly, would you be kind enough to take the question? I'll repeat it. Many people seem to be spending a lot of time in worry and fear rather than being thankful. How can they change this habit? How can they attract more health, more happiness, more success in a world that seems to be going to great lengths from preventing them from doing so? Well, it's putting attention or less attention, I'm going to say, on everything that's happening on the outside and more attention on your own energy field, your own let say your vibrations, what you think, how you feel, determines your life. And the truth is, this stuff has always been going on outside. If we go back in history, we will find there's turbulence all the time. There's wars all the time. There's all of the things. They seem to be worse now. And one of the reasons for that is we are literally going through a change in consciousness. Things are shifting. Plus, we have the Internet to inform us and to misinform us of everything that's going wrong. So if we continue to pay attention to that, instead of tuning into things like this show or or reading the, the many, many books on inspiration, the many quotes, the many things that people throughout the ages have put out there to inspire us and recognize that we are all part of the one creator. We're all a part of that. This creator who is within us gives us the ability to create the life that we want. We have to make that choice. We have to make that decision. And I'm going to say that on this show, on the Joyce Barry and Friends show, there are numerous programs in the archives that they can go into to inspire them, motivate them, and teach them, yes, how to change the direction of the way their mind is going and to come back to believing that life does get better, the universe does support us, and that we have the ability to create the life we want. Beverly, one of the things that I've heard you speak about on previous shows that I would like you to address again is the concept of vibrational harmony. Would you explain that for our listeners and how they can incorporate vibrational harmony into their own life to attract more uh, success, more happiness, and, and much better health? But everything is energy. That's the first, that's a, an absolute fact of life, whether we are aware of it or not, everything is energy, and energy vibrates. It vibrates in different frequencies, like we are actually radio, like a radio transmitter and also a, a radio receiver. And the energy, the way that we feel, it's a lot to do with our emotions, our thoughts, of course, and our actions, but a lot to do with emotions. When we are sending forth, and I say sending forth, just feeling that, just thinking that, positive energy, which would be feelings of, of, of love, of faith, of joy, of peace, of gratitude, especially gratitude. These have a vibration that is in tune with the good things that we want, and literally the good things, the more we are actually radiating from our own energy fields, love, faith, joy, gratitude, appreciation, we're literally putting ourselves in harmony 
with those frequencies, with those vibrations that have to do with health, happiness, more success. We, we, we will attract more of the things that we want when we put our own energy, our own thinking, our own emotions, and our behaviors into a positive frame. The more that we sit around and think about how horrible things are, it's real easy by law of attraction, which is the term that we usually use, but it's really by law of vibration. We will attract more of the things we do not want. So for us, it is changing our mind. And the thing about being a human being is that we are created in the image and likeness of the creator, which means we have the ability to create what we want through our thoughts and through our feelings. But one must decide and choose to do that. Excuse me for interrupting here. Uh, I just want to say we have an awesome panel, and Stefan has prepared a lot of questions, so I'm going to ask that the responses be brief so that everybody can have their fair share and we can manage all the questions. Thank you, Beverly. Back to you, Stefan. Beverly, great answer. Thank you, Beverly, and thank you, Joyce. I, I would like to segue to Peter um, with respect to something that Beverly said, and um, as we mentioned at the top of the show, there's a lot of turbulence uh, in the world, um, and maybe there is someone or maybe there are people who are listening to today's show who are filled with a lot of ungratitude or uh, or perhaps they are ill, or perhaps they are going through a very turbulent time in work or relationships. Peter, with respect to the work that you do, um, how can someone transition from a state where they're not grateful to being grateful? How can they be grateful, and why should they be grateful for being sick, for example? How does being sick... Trans, uh, tra- help one to be grateful Stefan that's an excellent and perfect question uh, I have so many people that call me and come to me privately for sessions and uh, I have watched and listened to the verbiage and the statements and the state uh, I've listened to the states of mind that they are in Um, Most of my clients that are afflicted with certain illnesses, I normally tell them not to own up to the illness. I tell them that if they own up to the illness and they label it, they are making that a part of their their inner reality, their soul. And um, most of my clients now, after coming to... Uh, listen to what the guides have to say and what I have to say, I tell them on a spiritual basis that if they want to change their uh, their illness, if they want to become whole, they have to start thinking in a positive way. And they say, what do you mean? Well, Einstein said uh, that if you repeat the same thing over and over again, expect different results. Uh, it's not going to happen. I think it's brilliant because we have the ability to not only make ourselves sick through all the negativity that we assimilate, we also have the power to connect with God, with whatever your religious belief is, 
and through love, unconditional love, to heal yourself. And I know one person on the board with Beverly, and I listened to her all the time, and I listened to her philosophies and her research. Beverly's vibrational harmony really encapsulates everything that you have to do to turn your life around and make your life whole. Um, I would like to ask Joyce a very challenging question, Joyce, and I hope you don't mind me asking this question. I believe that it's okay to ask this question. You let me know. But I think based on what we're talking about today, um, you have been through some health issues. How have those health issues helped you to transform into a state where you're in vibrational harmony with your higher, more divine self? That is a good question. It is fine that you asked me. I just want to say truly what helped me more than anything uh, going through the major challenges I faced in the last few years regarding my health is having this show. I feel like that's my higher purpose. I feel that having this show gives me a voice out in the world where I know in my heart that I can make a difference. And at the same time, it's the friends, the support I get, especially from people uh, that are here with us today. I know you, Stefan, whenever you call me, your messages are always positive, and you always say, what can I do for you? How can I support you? You always ask me that, and it just makes me feel so good that there are people out there that care that much. Um. I also want to share about the serious health issue that I went through almost two years ago. I've, I've made mention of it on previous shows, but perhaps there's somebody listening who didn't hear me on those shows and is not aware that uh, almost two years ago I had uh, what I call surprise open heart surgery. And I use the word surprise because unbeknownst to me um, I was born with a serious heart defect and didn't know about it until nearly two years ago and when I received the diagnosis that I had a serious heart defect that only two percent of the people in the entire planet uh, have this disease it came as a complete shock and the follow-up shock that I received from the doctor when he gave me the diagnosis was that I needed to have open-heart surgery um, within the next week. And so that was a major hurricane, let's call it, that came into my life suddenly and unexpectedly. And as you can probably imagine, I was filled with great, great fear uh, in spite of the fact that I consider myself a very spiritual person, I pray, I meditate, um, I was still filled with a tremendous, tremendous amount of fear. And in consulting with my spiritual uh, advisors at that time, I learned that the fear was as a result, the presence of the fear was a sure sign that I was trusting in my own strength. I was fearful because I was trusting in my 
own strength. And what I needed to do is remember the presence of God not only in my life, but the presence of God within me, and to rely on my faith in him to provide me with the strength which would take the place of my fear and take the place of my weakness. And in the last two years, in looking upon that entire episode, instead of being angry, why did I have to go through this very, very traumatic life experience? Why did this happen to me? I have learned to embrace the episode. And I have learned that the reason this episode came into my life is to provide me with an opportunity to tap into the divinity within myself and climb to a higher point uh, in my development as a spiritual being. And I would like to circle back to Beverly on the point of spiritual being. Um, It's almost a cliché. It is almost a cliché when someone says we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And the reason why I say it's almost a cliché is because we seem to hear it often, yet many people fail to recognize that that is a very divine and holy truth. And Beverly, I would ask you at this point, if you would, to explain to our listeners from your perspective, what does it mean? to be a spiritual being who is having a human experience as opposed to human beings searching for spiritual experiences? Oh, what a beautiful question. Yeah. um, In my book, one of my books I, I wrote specifically to understand that we are not, it's not only that God is within us, it is that we are within God. There is nothing that exists in this universe Nothing, no thought, no thing, nothing, no animal, no vegetable that is not coming from that one source, and that is the creator, the creator of all that is, and it doesn't matter what religion you are, and if you don't even have a religion, if you consider yourself an atheist, we must recognize something gave rise to this universe and operates it according to specific laws. This physical plane Einstein called it an illusion. He said very, very succinctly that um, the, the physical reality is merely an illusion or be a very persistent one. And what he meant by that is that it, it was all illusions can be changed. All of it is energy. It's all coming from the one creator. We all have that ability within us. We are all part of, we're actually a unit of this one creator, and therefore we are spiritual beings, but living in a physical body, we have taken on limitations, plus the teachings, the real teachings, ancient teachings, which taught that, and they did. Years and Many of the metaphysicians and mystics taught this, and it has been lost for most people because all they see 
is the physical universe. And yet, when you look through a microscope or anyone looks through a high-powered microscope, there is nothing that you see except space and energy moving, vibrations, nothing else. And we, the human, the, the human element of us, when, when I teach, I now say we are multidimensional beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and our essence is spiritual. And because of that, and I love you, what you said, because as I was following it, I was thinking, if it wasn't for that experience, you would not realize how much we must depend upon the spiritual, the, 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 the true self, what we call God or we call the power or the creator or the infinite, whatever name we give to it, even if it's just nature. We must depend on that because as humans, as people having an experience in this physical world, we have limitations, but there are no limitations to the true essence that we have which is the creative element that we are not only not only within us, but we are a part of it. Beverly, I would like to uh, touch on something that you said just now and transition over to Peter. Peter, how do we, as spiritual beings having a human experience, how do we tap into the power of this moment or the power of now, which many of us know the only moment we have is right now. The past is in the past. The future hasn't happened yet. And so the only moment any of us have is right now. How do we tap into uh, the power of this moment, the power of right now? Well, the first um, idea and the first what I do is, and I use this often, gratitude. Gratitude of everything that happens in your life, uh, if it's negative, if you perceive it to be negative or positive. I take time out during the day, I try at least an hour, and I try to shut down the conscious mind, and the outside stimulations of radio, TV, and all media. And I pray to my higher power, and it may take some people, I know people call me and they say, I can't do it. Uh, It's not that they can't do it, it's just that they don't allow their conscious minds to relax I use a candle. I use meditation. Um, we choose on our own volition if we want to really go into a state of meditation. And I know many people that at the be- inception could not do it. I ultimately like to connect what I consider a state of nirvana. And nirvana is the quintessential level of total uh, bliss. I've also realized that God needs us as much as we need God. And there are people out in society, writers, there is Dr. Wayne Dyer, there is Miriam Williamson. Um, There are so many people that have learned how to do this and they share it. But the main essence to which you're asking is gratitude, even if you are ill, Because through every illness that we are presented with, that illness will help us grow. And most people that I know 
have learned through their illnesses how to be grateful for that illness, and they've overcome the illness, and they have come to peace. Um, Peter, you mentioned Wayne Dyer. You mentioned Marianne Williamson as uh, two of the greatest teachers of our lives. I would like to add to that list Peter Marks, Beverly Nadler, and Joyce Berry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, at At this point, I would like to read a brief section from a book entitled A Course in Miracles, A Course in Miracles. And the passage that I would like to share goes like this. I am sustained by the love of God. He is the answer to every problem that will confront you today and tomorrow and throughout all time. In this world, you believe you are sustained by everything but God. Your faith is placed in the most trivial and insane symbols, pills, money, protective clothing, influence, prestige, being liked, knowing the right people, and an endless list of forms of nothingness that you endow with magical powers. All these things are your replacements for the love of God. All these things are cherished to ensure a body identification. They are nothing more than songs of praise to the ego. Do not put your faith in the worthless. They will not sustain you. Only the love of God will protect you in all circumstances. It will lift you out of every trial and raise you high above all the perceived dangers of this world into a climate of perfect peace and safety. It will transport you into a state of mind that nothing can threaten, nothing can disturb, and where nothing can intrude upon the eternal calm of God. Joyce, what is your reaction to that? First of all, I can't believe you mentioned A Course in Miracles. Uh, When I started taking courses, all the New Age courses and spiritual courses, the first one I ever took was called Actualizations. My mentor was Stuart Emery. He's been a guest on this show several times. And the first thing that was ever recommended to me for reading ever was A Course in Miracles. It brought chills down me when you were reading from that because I have the whole set. It was the first thing I ever bought uh, along those lines. (laughs) I mean, so you must be the psychic one on today's show. Of all things or books you could have quoted from, it's like a three set, and I have it. Uh, So that was awesome. And I do believe in miracles surrounding us everywhere. I believe the show is a miracle today and uh, very blessed. And, And everything in that book, it's a lesson a day. And what I was trying to do was find a partner at that time and each day do a lesson together with a partner. And each time I had someone, it lasted a few days. It didn't go on as long as I would of like today with my world of context no doubt maybe i change a partner every week but it's such a great great book a course in miracles and to share it with someone those miracles on a daily basis would be the ultimate way to read it um joyce you mentioned and i thank you for 
uh, referring to me as a psychic. I, I think you may have misrepresented uh, who I am. I think the better label for me is psycho. And uh, the, la- <laughs> the better label for me is psycho. And I would like to turn to the psychic, Peter Marks. You know, Peter, Thanksgiving is the start of the holiday season, yet in spite of all the joy and all the festivities which seem to fill the season, there are also people who struggle with depression during this time of year. How can they turn things around? How can they get out of that? And how can they tap into true happiness, not only during this time of year, but into the new year of 2018, which, believe it or not, is only 40 days from today. Amazing. At this time Wait, of before year, Peter yeah. answers, I just have to share that 40 is a biblical number. Every, it is so a much in the number. Bible is 40 days, yes. 40 nights. So that's interesting that you're saying that today is 40 days. Yes, 40 yes. days from today is January 1st. Yes, I just think the number is magical right there because of the biblical implications. Yes, what I did want to say, Stefan, is most importantly, around this time of year, um, I have um, projected to people that I've talked to to take this day of all days and think of people that are even less fortunate than they may be because people all over the world during the year, uh, babies, unfortunately, amount now. Uh, nourished and adults throughout the world also don't have an, uh, enough food to eat. Um, I tell people to bless everybody, even if they're in, in a very precarious position, to be grateful for what they already have. The other thing that I also want to stress is around this time of year, it is very important for us as human beings to be with our loved ones, family unity, solidarity. Um, I have spoken with atheists, and they've said to me, what do I have to be grateful for? Well, we were all born, and atheists will believe that there is no God, or an agnostic would believe that there is or there isn't. Um, I think when we are together with our families and friends, and we can sit at a dinner table and laughter, laughter, even if you're going through very rough times today, I find in my own life antidotal information, and doctors have said this, even if you're not feeling well, even if you have very little to eat, there are soup kitchens open, there are churches open, temples open that will provide you with a free meal. Um, I think Thanksgiving is a day that on a universal level we can all come together and be grateful that we have one another on a spiritual level, as Beverly talks about, as you talk about, as Joyce talks about. And I believe that this historically started President Abraham Lincoln to make this a very unified day of the year for us all to stop, to give up our daily chores, to take a day of rest and be 
in the total state of love and acceptance and gratitude. I'm going to put myself in the position of somebody who might be listening to this show right now and might be saying to themselves, I love what Peter is saying. I love what Joyce is saying. I love what Beverly is saying. I love what Stefan is saying. It all sounds wonderful, but how do I do it? And I would like to turn wait, to wait, Beverly. Wait, 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 wait. No, hold that thought, because John Bell has been having uh, some technical problems, and he's here with us now. So why don't you address it to John? Um, John, welcome to the show. It is a pleasure to have you on. I'm glad that I could finally be here. I've been all over the dial trying to find this, uh, this morning's discussion. Well, as you know, John, technical difficulties and challenges do come up. And as we say in show business, the show Actually, I want to say the question that I just asked of Beverly, I'm going to pause that question for a moment because I have a very important question specifically for John. You know, John, our country seems to be so divided, and you, for many, 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 many years, have been referred to as the voice of reason. How can we, as Americans, bridge the divide which seems to exist in our country? How can we change this? Well, I think it has to go back quite a way, Stefan, and the other members of the panel. Um, we are a nation that prided ourselves on individualism for so many years, the pioneering spirit. You make it on your own. You, you pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. All of those notions of, of uh, individuation, that it's, uh, it's all about what I can do and what I must do for myself. And I think what we've lost is the sense of community, which in the old days brought people together when they recognized an interdependence, a, a, a need for one another, a need to be responsive to each other's needs. Uh, I can remember as a child when... Someone in my grandmother's neighborhood got, became sick. All of the neighbors took over responsibilities for the family. They prepared meals for them. They took care of their children. They visited regularly to make sure that the sick person was being well tended to. We've gotten to a place now where everybody thinks me and mine, and that's the end of my thinking and my, own, my sense of cooperation. So until I think we get rid of that pioneer spirit of individual action and individuation, we're going to have a lot of trouble getting back to a sense of community. And I think that's what we've lost. How can we go about reconnecting not only with our neighbor, but reconnecting with God and having the right relationship with God? Well, that's a fairly easy question. It may not be easy to do, but the, but the answer may seem simple. I think that what, what we have to do is to begin to recognize that from the moment that we committed our original sin, when we separated ourselves from God and created our own ego way of living life, instead of God being the great I am, we became our own individual I am. And so I identify myself now, as most people do, as I am John Bell, I am Beverly, I am Joyce, I am Stefan. And that I am sense 
has separated us from our connection, our relationship to God. And in, if you read through Scripture, the Old Testament, the New Testament, it doesn't matter. God is always seen as the great I Am. And once we separated and allowed our ego to make us think of ourselves as separate from each other and separate from God, then we, we fell apart. So what I'm saying now is we have to give up our sense of, of being an individual ego and that is important, an individual ego that thinks that they are right and others are wrong, the individual ego that thinks that what's good for me is, should be good for everyone else. The only way we can get back to a sense of community that uh, historically, I think, uh, all of the great religions want us to do is, uh, is to forget about that ego, that I being the central figure in everything, and starting to think in terms of our neighbors as part of our family, part of our community. Um, we don't separate ourselves in our family as much as we do in our communities. And I think that separation is what the problem is all about. Uh, I have a quote that I would like to share with the panel and share with our listeners, and this is the quote. I'm going to read the quote, and then I will tell you who wrote it. But I read this very, very recently, and it really resonated with me with respect to what you were just talking about, John, and that is, I am. And this is the quote. I am mindful that in many ways our country could not be more divided by anger, disappointment, and distrust than ever before. We forget too often that the things that divide us are few and the things that unite us are many. So it is important to remember we must be able to look at all the division and anger around us and know that it cannot enter into our hearts unless we let it. And the person who wrote that is John Bell. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. That is awesome. I, I, there's a reason he's called the voice of reason. Wow. So with that, that I would like to shift over to Beverly because this is actually a, uh, this moment is actually a great way to transition. You know, Beverly, um, what we've been talking about today may sound wonderful to the people who are listening, but how do they do it? I guess what I'm asking you, Beverly, is how does somebody go about reprogramming their mind to embrace the things that we are talking about on this show today? It isn't something that could be answered in a few minutes. There are many different techniques and the different techniques work for different people. I personally, with my clients, use several techniques. A lot of the tapping techniques work. They're known as EFT. Uh, they, there are, they can go online and actually look up energy healing techniques, and they'll find as many different ones as Psyche, uh, the body codes, um, EFT, NET, uh, there's so many of them, and begin to read what do they what are they about? Because all of them are about changing the programming. We are conditioned very I'm going to say very negatively because just as we we have not accepted the fact that we are truly 
um, the I am is truly that the God part of us, certainly not the ego part of us. And we forget how much power we have. And I don't mean power in the sense of commanding people. I mean the ability within ourselves. And programming is very, very strong because it's, a, it's actually part of our neurology. The brain doesn't care what you're programmed with, but whatever you're programmed with is what you're going to express. It's like a computer. And so there are many people, I, I'm a coach who does reprogramming, there are many different techniques. They all work. They don't all work for everyone because everyone is different. And that's why I suggest one can go online, actually find out what are the different techniques out here and what would I like to try. Many uh, coaches of these, this kind, reprogramming coaches, um, will give a free session. I will give a 20-minute free session to someone to see if you think my work works for you because if it doesn't, I don't want to waste your time, and I want you to find something that will work for you, but it's not that simple. I do want to say, however, in my book, which um, uh, Peter mentioned, Vibrational Harmony, one of the techniques is in there, and uh, people have written to me uh, testimonials that actually using that has literally changed their life. They put it and into practice. And excuse me again, because we're winding down here. I want to say that, Stefan, you did an awesome job with your questions and moderating the panel. I want to get uh, this one poem in first by Beverly, because it gives people a reason to listen to our show every day. And then I'd like to hear everyone's final message in the short time that's left. So first the poem, because the show is so amazing, so special. I want people to know we have special shows every day. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family They'll be so pleased to know, and let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one internet radio show. And folks, we ask that you partner up with us in having that happen. Simply go to our homepage at Joyce, Barry, and Friends. 
dot com and right under my picture on the upper left if you click on follow you will become one of our many uh, loyal listeners who will be apprised of every show every guest every topic you need not miss any of our extraordinary shows because if you can't join us when we're live at 11 a.m eastern all shows are archived for your listening pleasure you can hear them 24 7 uh, so uh, I want to say that here is a great quote, uh, and then I'll tell you who it's from. May the rest of your life be the best of your life, and may all your pains be champagnes. That by <laughs> Stefan Ryback. So you did an extraordinary show. Uh, so I want to give you a chance to say what you want to say to the panel and in closing, and I'd love to hear what everybody else wants to say as their message in closing. Starting with you, Stefan. Well, thank you again, Joyce, for having me on the show today. Um, it has been a spectacular experience for me. I feel so grateful. I feel so thankful. I feel so honored, and I feel so incredibly blessed. And, Joyce, I once again want to thank you for the blessing of your love and your loyal friendship all these years. And um, today's show is really going to go down in, um, in my book as one of my all-time favorites, and I do hope that the people who uh, have listened and are listening today have found at least one little nugget of information that has uh, enlightened them, informed them, maybe even ent uh, entertained them, um, and help them transition from uh, the position where they are now, which they may not be happy with, to opening up their minds to hear, to see, and to know that there is a better way. There is an opportunity to be happier, to be more hopeful, to be more optimistic. And it, it involves getting over limiting beliefs and recognizing internal and external challenges um, as opportunities to better themselves on a personal and uh, personal and spiritual level. All I can say is, wow, I am so blessed to have you in my life. And you were the one who said, Joyce, you have to have your own show. That inspiration came 100% from you because I was doing a show that I was happy to do with three alpha males. I was a four, the, the female voice on that show. I was very happy, and you encouraged me to have my own show. So that's a blessing that I'll be eternally grateful for. Um, Joyce, you're welcome, and I do have a question for you as we head towards the tail end of your show. What are you most thankful for this year? Most thankful <laughs> to be alive in spite of my extraordinary health challenges. Most thankful to have a show which gives me the voice to make a difference, and most thankful for people like you guys uh, that are I really know are totally there for me. Beverly, what are you most thankful for this year? Uh, also being alive, uh, because uh, 20 years ago I was supposed to be dead from cancer, and here I am. Wow. Um, I'm grateful, yeah, I'm grateful for that every single year, but so grateful for my family, for my children, 
Um, the fact they're not little, they're grown up, that they never got involved with drugs and all of the painful things that parents go through. And very grateful for the final thing that has happened recently is that I've gotten back to painting art, and I love it. And I would like to tell everyone out there one of the ways besides wonderful gratitude to change things in your life is to find something creative that you enjoy doing and do it because spirit expresses through you. Nothing bothers you, and you literally will vibrate more harmony and be in more vibrational harmony with what you want. Thank you, Beverly. John Bell, the voice of reason, what are you most thankful for this year? Well, certainly all the things I've already heard, but one additional thing, and that is that the recognition that my ego is my enemy. If a devil exists in this world, it exists in our egos. It's what separates us, what creates this sense of I am. I am a Democrat. I am a Republican. I am black. I am white. I am rich. I am poor. All of those phrases are indications of separation from the rest of the world. And, and Stefan and panel members, the history of humankind is clearly illustrative of the fact that every time we try to change the outside world without first changing our internal world, we fail. And I think that what I am trying to do in these years of my life, in these the waning years, whatever God decides to leave for me, is to separate myself from this sense of being an individual, and I separate from all of the rest. So I am thankful that finally God has given me the wisdom to see that my own ego is my greatest enemy. Peter Martz, what are you most thankful for this year? Well, I have to say I do agree and identify with what John Bell just um, uh, spoke about to the uh, listening audience. I am most grateful for the awareness and for my awakening that um, I can change my life. I don't have to accept negative conditions or circumstances. I am grateful that I have friends. Uh, that are loving towards me. Um, I'm grateful for this radio show that really every day that um, Joyce's message can uh, disseminate information on a positive level throughout the world. I'm grateful for my son. I am grateful for my family. Um, I am grateful that we are all created in the image and likeness and love of God and I also wanted to say I do feel, and I'm experiencing this, uh, throughout the world and even in Connecticut, we started off as an agrarian society, and I believe ultimately we will hopefully end up going back to be an agrarian society because back then they understood the truth, and that was, as John Bell spoke about the community and putting aside the I am and the ego and realizing that we are all inextricably connected as one soul and we are here to learn how to love. Um, I would like to add, since everyone else has answered the question, the thing that I am most thankful for this year is that God has opened my mind 
to a limit I have never known before. Uh, I have come to realize deeply that God is the strength in which I trust. And when I try to control things, that leads to apprehension and anxiousness and fearfulness on my part. But when I rely on the strength of God, I realize that he is my safety in every circumstance and that his voice speaks to me, if I allow it to, his voice speaks to me in all situations, in every aspect of every situation, and if I allow him to, he will tell me exactly what I need to do to call upon his strength and his protection, and to this fact there are absolutely no exceptions because God has no exceptions. And I would also be remiss if I didn't mention that I am extremely, extremely grateful for the gift of health and the fact that this year I made great, great strides in my physical health as I continued in my recovery from uh, open heart surgery, which I had nearly two years ago. And as I mentioned um, a couple of times on this show today, I'm deeply grateful for today's show and the fact that Joyce invited me to be on the show and uh, gave me carte blanche, as it were, to put together a panel of people who would participate in this show. So I am deeply grateful to Joyce and to Beverly and to Peter and to John for making time out of their busy day on one of the busiest days of the year, the day before Thanksgiving, to come on today's show and to put forth their best possible efforts and conveying information which uh, has been deeply, deeply enlightening. And uh, for those who are listening, I hope that uh, they feel the same way. Thanks, Joyce. I want to thank you so much, Stefan, not just for the show, for being a big, big part of my life. John Bell, everyone needs a voice of reason in their life, and thank God I have you as mine. Beverly Nadler, uh, my dearest friend for decades and decades, you know I love you unconditionally. Uh, and Peter Mark, my my friend, my psychic, my everything. I love you so much. You're always there for me, no matter what. Uh, folks, I want to share with you to listen tomorrow. We're doing a very beautiful and loving show tomorrow, Beverly Nadler and myself on Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll have poems. We'll have quotes. Today we have the people. Tomorrow we have a lot of information, all fun all upbeat to usher in your Thanksgiving turkey. That's tomorrow. And on Friday, folks, the world-renowned one and only psychic Peter Marks, who will be on our show giving you a free on-air mini-reading on Friday. That's his psychic gift to all of you. 
So uh, once again, I'm so blessed. See, this is a sample of the kind of people I, I surround myself with to make my world a brighter world. And folks, here's my special prayer for all of you. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. And as my friend Stefan says, may the rest of your life be the best of your life and may all your pains be champagnes folks we invite you to sing along with us dance along with us laugh along with us and you can do that starting right here right now to the joyce barry mesh and go out there and make someone happy today hopefully we made you happy I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show and her poetry was just so good you know i want to listen to joyce again and again as joyce would say if not now when he did the mash the joyce barry mash joyce barry mash she is a coaching smash he did the mash you'll catch on in a flash he did the mash the Joyce Barry Mash. Wow. Joyce knows all about having fun. Wow. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. Wow. She's wow. a coaching sensation for not just me or wow. you or her. It's for everyone. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Wow. <laughs> Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. Wow. <laughs>